The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Easy and AK or any other motherfucker we choose to have come on the show and share their opinion. They don't reflect the opinions of any other motherfuckers. So with that being said, don't be offended. It's just our opinion, bitches. You telling me that I should stop you from saying something? Go ahead, man. Oh, before this bullshit started, I am Easy. And my beard guzzling friend is AK and co-host. I gotta stop saying this my show. That's fine, man. We know it's not. I mean, that's what happens when you do all the work. But that's that's a whole other topic for a whole other show. And since I'm carrying the show like I always do, this is episode seven of Just Our Opinion. And if you're joining us, uh, we're back from our beautiful hiatus over Thanksgiving. Where thanks was given and food was shared, and I enjoyed it. What about you? I had a terrific time, man. I had greens, beans, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was great to see all the fam and, and you know spend time with the love our loved ones. But let's get into this music shit. For sure, for sure. <coughs> I Today, was, uh, Today we're gonna to talk about uh oh, shit. top collabs. Oh shit. That's what we're talking about today. It's about time. Man, cut the shit, something. man. I'm not cutting this shit at all. So uh what what, what are we doing here? We're just gonna run off a couple collabs that Yeah, reasons why we feel like they're they're some of the best that we've seen so far. And if you feel like we, we missed out on anything, you know, make sure you leave a comment. And uh, if your comment is worth something, you know, we might rethink our decision. So what you got first? Uh, first, I, I got Lil Wayne and Jewel's the I Can't Feel My Face mixtape. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was one of the best mixtape uh, collabs, man, that I've heard. Maybe... Maybe ever in the circuit Ooh. right now. Really? Yeah. I mean that that we know that there definitely hasn't been anything since. From them. Or you mean collab mixtape wise? Just collab mixtape wise, period. I might have to disagree with that. I like uh I haven't got it on my list. This uh Scotty ACL and uh BOB. I forget what it's called. That shit was dope. I didn't even expect it to be as hot as it was, but I do know that once I started listening to it, I go from end to end, and I it wasn't that uh, I think that the over the top bob the world is flat. I think Scotty brought it back down, and the vibe was just cool and shit. So, you know, and I, I personally like Scotty ATL. <coughs> He's done a lot of collaborations with uh, Saha the Prince also. Yeah, he, he boy tied out. So he did something with him. That shit's hot. Until um, I figure out what the name of this is. Uh, I got another one that never came out. But the hype around it was amazing. And it's that Us Placers. And CRS never came out. It was uh, Lupe, Kanye, and uh, Pharrell. 
That, that would have been interesting to hear. Yeah, man. They had had they had some nice tracks. Everybody would have been riding skateboards and whatever. But it it would have been nice though. Still dope. This is another one that didn't come out like a T Pain and Little Wayne. Right, right, right. And they made some they made some good tracks. I like that. Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah, that was that was a nice one. I, you know what I like? Uh, that song "How to Hate a Bitch." Yeah, that shit. I was like, yeah, that shit go hard. You girls looking at me like, nigga, is you bitter? I was like, nah, but I feel his pain, bro. I didn't really feel his pain, but it was a nice song. So you ain't never hated a bitch before? Nah, I just accept them for who they are. I don't think no more, no less about. Them. But um, that uh, B.O.B. and Scotty ATL mixtape was called Live and Direct. Okay. And I got this shit off of that piff. That shit rhymed. I should fuck with that. But, um, T-Pain went away. But they got a catalog. Like, they did a lot of shit together. Yeah. And still, it just never happened. And I, I just think the future swooped in and took all that, all of that momentum from T-Pain and they start going over there to. He still hits though. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he don't. I mean, I think T T Pain is a dope artist. Speaking of future, what about Future and Drake? What about him? Yo, don't act like it wasn't hot. They had two, three songs on there. I never listened to him in my car, but. Nah, that shit's good. I think it's dope. Uh Hold on, but why? But but tell me this: Why do you think people are listening to Future the way they are? You said why? Mm-hmm. Do you, it's do a you, vibe. Do you think that Drake has an influence on that? Nah, because he was hot before Drake. Well, you got to really, think about it. His it, first single that came out was that what that Tony Montana, right? That wasn't his first single, but that was to, the, to the masses. That was no, his first no, single. No, that's but. See, that's because he was hot. He was about to blow and Drake did the same shit he always do. He jump on a coattail of somebody who's hot and then give, give him a little bump. We'll call it a little bump. Okay. But, I mean, after that, like, it's not like they was doing albums together. I mean, how many albums did Future drop before Drake was on there besides that one? Like, yeah, one Mixtapes. Even on the mixtapes. Drake wasn't appearing on all these mixtapes. No, he wasn't. But I said, but those mixtapes what could you could you imagine Drake on the same damn time? But look, this is what I'm saying. Um, they wasn't appealing to the masses either. They would have eventually. But we'll never. It just took longer. Yeah, we, we never know. I just feel like he was hot regardless. Because I think I think when when Drake got involved, then that made those listeners go back and listen to Drake. I mean, Future. I don't. Maybe a little, but not that much. Figured he would have, he would have been where he was in the first place. I mean, well, we seen Drake do this with everybody. Yeah, Migos, Versace to uh, what's the guy's name with the blowing up on the Tuesday? Yeah, he's not even around anymore, so he don't even matter. Fatty Wap. Um, I mean, it's, the list can go on. Well, I mean, when you're drinking, you know how to ride a coattail. Hey, go for it. God, we got to stop bashing Drake on this. You know, truth be told, I like some of Drake's songs. I like most of Drake's songs. I just, I feel like 
just based on what I see, I just don't don't like him as a person. Maybe I don't even know him, but the representative that's presented to me, it's not somebody I will fuck with. I just think that he he has changed hip hop music from the way we know it. He's changed hip hop. Yeah. That's a bold statement. I mean, it's a bold statement. I but need now, you to elaborate. Now uh, people don't care about people writing people's rhymes or, like you said, jumping on people's coattails. And I mean, nah, it's always been an area in rap or a person in each area in rap that that wasn't writing their own rhymes that got a pass that people still fuck with. Yeah, but but when you when you speak on those people, you know, you're looking at the Dre's and the and the Diddy's. But they were they were they wasn't considered rap artists. Like you'll never hear Diddy say that he was a rap artist. You'll never hear Dr. Dre say he was a rap artist. I mean, but hypothetically, he wrote some of his own raps in the beginning. We would like to think. No, we're not going to think. No, not at all. No, I, 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 mean, no, I, I feel like he, he exhausted everything that he had. Who? Drake. And oh, I thought after, you were talking about Diddy. Okay. No, I'm talking about Drake. Yeah. I feel like he exhausted everything that he had, and he had nothing left creatively. Nothing left creatively. So he had the endless help, and then the shit got blown up. So, I mean, I don't know. You can tell it just got a little flashy when you start thinking it. Because I was, I was listening to uh, fucking Hollywood Divorce. And Wayne said, uh, what did he say in the song? Well, he was like, Hollywood make you spit like a python. So it's just like, uh, you know, hey, maybe that's before he knew what was going on. And as long as money is coming in, you're not going to hate on your, your money maker. You get a cut off of that. But he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently. You know, apparently, like, he's, he's not. But, um, Let's get back to these uh, collaborations. I got uh, Meth and Red. I mean, I think that speaks for itself. They have, these guys got a movie together. You know what I mean? Uh, The Rock Wall is like one of the greatest songs ever. Absolutely. I I think that's always been the song for, for me personally. It's almost on the rim of some Lil John, you'll, you'll slap somebody, but it's just cool enough where you'll just bounce and enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I've always I've always liked that song. That whole, that whole album, whole album Black yeah. Blackout was great. Yeah. And, but but the, the second album just didn't get the push, I think, yeah, that yeah. it deserved, but it was a nice album too. Exactly. Um, then I want to look at uh, Nas and AZ had plenty of material together. And I'm trying to figure out why that that joint album never happened. And I and you know what I, I hate to throw this out there for the Nas fans, but but my personal belief is Nas didn't want to be overshadowed because I think I think Az's one of the coldest to ever touch the mic, man, and he's been doing it for I don't know how long, independent. Yeah, I mean. I don't think it's. I think it's probably just the the matter of if you got two alphas in a group after a while, it's like if you so alike, it shit ain't gonna work after a while. Like, it'll work on the track, but I don't think it'll work long enough for for an album unless somebody else was involved. You know? Yeah, 
And then I have, uh, you got to think about Diddy and Mace, man. Well, it was Puff Daddy then, but Puff Daddy and Mace, man. Like, I don't, I, you know, people say what they want to say, but if you were in the 90s, you would have rocked a shiny suit. I mean, I mean, they had the locks in shiny suits. Like. You said Puff Daddy and Mace, but what is it, you know, Mace was writing all the songs and it just Mace by itself. Hey, man. Diddy was still, uh, had his Diddy bop on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so at the end of the day, you know, I think that they had some great collabs. And then um, we can look at we can look at Dre and Snoop, and we know Dre didn't write none of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you include Diddy, you gotta include Dre. Yeah. So um, then then we're gonna have to go with with Fab and and Kiss. And I'm just hoping and praying if you all are listening, please put out Freddie versus Jason. It's it's coming out. It's gotta come out. I don't think we'll, it ever we'll will. Take but. It. We won't take it anymore. It's coming out. Or bad things are going to happen to good people. <laughs> Those are the words of EZ. <laughs> uh, enough of this waiting shit. Make it happen. Can't be posting pictures on IG about dates for stuff to be turned in. I need that. I need that. Um, but uh, what about groups? I mean, we go on back and forth with these people that, that collabs. Let's let's talk about some of your, some of your favorite groups. Well, when when, when I go particular order, when I go to groups, I'm going back to the '90s. Okay, you know what I mean. And I'm talking to Mob Deep, uh, UGK number one, of course, for me and okay. and, and, and my my portfolio, man. Uh, Outcast. Okay. Um, Outcast is always in there. I mean, oh, yeah. Outcast yeah. and UGK are staples at the top of that list. Right. Um, Capone and Noriega. I mean, that's that's some, some music that I grew up on. Um, Can't forget Wu-Tang. Right. Gotta have Wu-Tang on the list. All nine of the motherfuckers can rap. Right. Are you sure it's only nine? I, mean, I don't know. They got affiliates yeah, after that. I think it's like 34 of them motherfuckers. But, yeah, that's 36 of them. I think it's 36 chambers. For them to be called Wu-Tang, they move like Mexican. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. No disrespect. But, um, and then the Dog Pound, man. That that's that was the first, some of the first West Coast music that I ever listened to. Really? And that and yeah, that dog pound dog food, man. Whew. That was a tough album. Produced by Dre. Daz and Corrupt was a force to be reckoned with on there. And then you got um you got eight ball MJG, you can't forget them. Yeah, they they they're all, always in everybody's list. What about the unmentionable people like what about Phil Mob? I, I I like Phil Mob. I like I like songs by Phil Mob. I you know I, I never really listened to him as a uh, you know like a whole album of them. Really? Yeah, I never did. What? Man, they got they, they got some songs, but punchlines out out this world. I believe they do. They but. throw bullets for birds like Michael Vick. Like that's that classic shit. Man, until the dog catch you. <laughs> um, we not talking about that. Then let's not forget about G Unit. Um, when they came, they wrecked the shop. Like they shut down a whole record label. I teach you how to study. Um, 
That beg for mercy was ridiculous. I mean, shit, you said, uh, Nas and AZ, what about the firm? Yeah, but it, I like I like that that album. Um, just didn't hear enough of them. You know what I mean? As a, as a, as a whole group, I just didn't hear enough of them. Yeah, I mean, they uh, the album though. Uh, Nature and Cormega, you know they they never got the props that they deserved. I think. Nah. Um, since we since we back then, what about uh, Cypress Hill? Fuck with them? Nah, I never did. What? No, not even a little bit. Some of my younger grass days. You know, I didn't really like fuck with them until till uh blackout. Okay. You know, then I went back and I was listening to them and I was like, Yeah, I can I can fuck with this. I mean Um But you know, coming fast forward to the future, you can't forget Slaughterhouse, which I think is like probably one of the most lyrical groups of all time. Yeah, I go toe to toe with damn near anybody. And people be like, they not a group. It's just a group. I was like, it's just a group of rappers, solo artists who came together. But fuck that. That it's enough albums together and, and bars. Yeah. Just a shitload of bars. Um, but I and and I will always go with the locks, no matter what. You can never forget them. Um, I I never never was a sheep fan. Uh. You gotta love Styles P and Kiss. You gotta listen to a Sheik album. Listen to the first album. What was that? The Silverback Gorilla? What was it called? Um, Was it Silverback Gorilla? Yeah. Yeah. I just remember he had all white on in the front. But uh, that shit was dope. I think people don't give him enough credit because he's got bars. I think, you know, we just so used to listening to Styles and Jada that we forget. And some people just forget about sheep. But, you know, can't deny what's good. You know, can't deny what you can feel. So let's, speaking of feelings, how about we talk about, we was having this conversation earlier, trying to figure out, you know, what songs you remember that, that you can feel that the artist, you could feel what the artist was saying. You could feel what he was going through. And uh, in the midst of this shit, it turned into a fucking hour-long conversation. And it was like, you know what? This would make for good talk. I mean, if you, if you ever heard a song or you heard an a, a artist just spit some shit and you're like, yo, I know it, I know what he's talking about. I can, I can feel it. I can picture it. You can hear it in his voice. You know what I'm saying? I think the, the number one person of all time would be Tupac. I mean, that is the number one when it comes to things you can feel. No homo. Um, that uh, shed so many tears. To me, it really hit home. And then you, then you got to think about the whole. I didn't know you were crying. Death around the corner, fuck the world. The whole, the whole me against the world CD has so much emotion in it. Yeah, I mean it did. But just to take this left field, I was trying to think of something that would just like twist this up. So later on, I'm just gonna throw a monkey wrench into this whole conversation, just to see what the hell you're gonna say. 
But what about uh, Beanie Siegel feeling in the air? That song was a, that song was a classic, and it, and the breakdown when he was saying like that song was kind of like how he felt when he knew that that Rockefeller was about to break up, and and just the setup if you listen to that shit, you can literally feel it in the air. Yeah, and I and I I mean Beanie Siegel definitely made my my list with um where have you been when he was rapping about his father, and you could hear him crying in the booth. Yeah, um, and then you got to look at at the other song that he had with Jay Z and Scarface. Uh, this can't be life. Not even. What about what's your life like? Right, 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 right. Ride for my nigga. What? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not too many people out here doing that still. And I, I mean, um, another artist that t- to me who is, you know, Tupac is is number one. But I think this guy would be number two easily on anyone's list. Okay. Would be Joe Button. He is he is reality music. Number two. That's high. I, I, he's reality music. I mean, if, and if you don't believe me, take a listen to Ten Minutes. That's one of my favorites. Um, this guy to me, every song has emotion in it. But this one of my favorites. But at the same time, I can't put. 10 minutes over Biggie suicidal thoughts. When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell. Some piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell. Dog, just the darkness in the in the tone, in the verse. Man. Well, I mean, when you talk about Biggie, I, I think about uh, my downfall. Um, when he's rapping about how, how when he when he dies he would like to take his daughter with him, you know what I mean? Cause he notices him. Huh. You know what I mean? And he he to me and then he 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 told you so much about that time in his life after Pop was killed, how people were coming at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the phone calls and the threats that was being made, and to me he summed it up perfectly in this song. And then for you to put DMC singing the hook on there, I thought that was powerful, man. Yeah. Now, you said that you didn't like the beat and thought the beat was too fast for the song. I mean, I just feel like if the beat was slower, like the lyrics would sit more, it would have been heavier. They would have been right. It would have been right there with Suicidal Thoughts. Like, I, I mean, the song is a classic in itself. It's just me maybe wishful thinking. But... I don't know. Biggie is Biggie. Right. You know, so. Right. But back on, on uh, as far as in, like Joe Budden, that song that's on his first album, uh, Come and Take a Walk With Me. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That, that was that was another song that, that uh, hit home. Um, it definitely ranks true from my neighborhood, from where, where I'm from. Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, God. Anyway, so I had uh, T.I., sorry. I know it's a bit newer, but still, you know, breaking down everything. His verse, I mean, the shit was, shit was great. And then Andre was on it. And he just, he just brought, 
He just brought the truth to the truth because I can't act like T.I.'s versus Wheat. You know what I'm saying? T.I. gave you a 10, and then Andre came through and gave you a 20. Could you ask some more? Um, but I, I like T.I.'s, uh, I still haven't forgave myself. On, on the I'm Serious album. Uh, he talked about a lot of things he, he was going through. In and out of trouble since adolescence. Yes. Or I did fresh with no daddy present. Man. Yeah, that was um that was a powerful record. Yeah. And I think um and and, and I think the next artist I'm gonna say you can fit him in the collabs as far as songs and emotions, is Scarface. And I say collabs with, with him and Pop for the smile song. Shit. Fucking him and Jay. Yeah, well, this yeah. is back. Uh This can't be life. Man. Um and then I wanna say you never seen a man cry till you seen this man die. That was a powerful song. And then we can't we can't forget about um tricks on me, yes. Shit. And and he said he wrote the whole the whole uh song. I mean, but but I mean, it's Scarface. Like who 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 doesn't know that he's Scarface. yeah, he's one of the best. So I mean, that's just a given. Um, shit, we had a uh, big crit bless us with that uh that poem or verse or whatever you want to call it that he did at uh the BT the Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. But uh, I, I came from a, a musician. He's a jazz musician who sings. His name is Kenneth Well. It's called Might Not Be Okay. If you ever get a chance to check that out, I mean, it's it's incorporated, but it's part of a verse in the beginning. And I mean, just him, shit, when you see it live, the truth that was given, the feelings, the emotions. I mean, if you didn't feel that, it was clearly, it's something wrong with you. Yeah, you're not in tap with with life, right? I mean that that's the basis of us running through these songs. It's like people forget how powerful music is, you know. And certain music means you know something to people in certain moments. But sometimes when you just take it for what's given to you, you can't deny what's real. Like you, you just can't. I had uh that Kendrick song you. And, and how it started and then phases into another song where he's talking about, you know, he's blaming himself for not being there for somebody. Like, it's... The video was amazing. The first, the, the emotion. And I was like, yo, it takes a lot to take yourself there. And I'm pretty sure it was probably exhausting doing that song emotionally. Uh, a newer song that I wanted to talk about that was just featured on Ty Dolla Sign's mixtape, The Campaign, was the song No Justice with his, his brother TC, who's locked up, talking about the police harassment and stuff that was going on in L.A. And that is a very powerful song considering the times that we in. Yeah. And we don't, you know, we're not necessarily voicing our views of, you know, politically or with law enforcement but you know we all know what's been going on in the streets 
and it has been going on for a while. Uh, we just got phones to record it now. But this, this that please check out the No Justice. Definitely check that out. I mean, you don't have to be blind to see what's going on, and, and even if you feel like we are voicing our political views or points with the police, I don't give a fuck. It's just our opinion. So it, it is what it is. Uh, I also had a game start my life from scratch because you know normally you hear somebody do a song and you know I just felt like the dude was toasted when he did that shit and wasn't nobody else doing I didn't hear any other songs like that close to it you know I felt like he was there with that last bottle just trying to just just get everything off his chest So that's definitely in there. I got a uh, Eve Love Is Blind. Yeah, yeah. Which was a powerful song. I mean, I listened to it earlier today, and it made me hate the dude that she was talking about. Literally. And if you ever known anybody who's ever been in that type of situation and didn't know how to leave that situation, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 easy for you to empathize and and feel what she's saying. Well, you want to help somebody, but you can't help somebody unless they're willing to help themselves. So now you're a psychologist. Hey, man, I can only give you the truths that I know. And I know a lot of shit. Oh, Jack Daniels does too. <laughs> Gabe knows that, right? Uh, also we could have this list at all if we didn't include somebody who could probably tell you your alphabet in a way where you was forced to listen and that's DMX you have to have DMX on this list I can feel it stop being greedy even the, the, the crazy shit I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my... I'm not even going to finish it. If if you know X, then you know that. Guarantee he's going to give you everything that he has and more. So I did a whole school project on that song, Ready to Meet Him. Yeah, that, and that was a powerful song. And, a very powerful man, song. I want him to pray at my funeral, man. You want him to pray for me on a daily basis. That's right. <laughs> um, but, but don't forget the song on his... I want to say his third album um, with Faith Evans. Uh, I don't know where I'm coming coming from. Yeah, man. where do I go? No, matter of fact, it's not Faith Evans. It's uh, Mary J. Blige on there. Yeah, and um, and then the, the the song that rings the most to me would be the Ghostface song, uh, "Y'all I Got." I mean, this man talks about plucking roaches from the cereal box. He didn't like to sleep with John Johnny P. the bed. Speaking of roaches, just to throw this monkey wrench in right now, that Jeezy thug motivation, when that shit comes on, he said, I used to hit the kitchen lights. Cockroaches, cockroaches everywhere. everywhere. Now I hit the kitchen lights. Now it's marble floors everywhere. But if you didn't feel that, if you didn't see that, I don't know what to tell you. 
If you don't feel like it should be on the list, I feel like it's something wrong with you. Yeah, that 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 absolutely was uh, a song that hit home. You see that, that all that space that came from? Because when I brought it up, he looked at me like I was crazy. Now, now you thinking about it, it's all right. Yeah, it's it's definitely all right. Oh, okay, definitely all right. Um, but then we gotta go. I think I want to switch to like uh, more of the like. I don't want to say love songs, but the Mary J. Blige and Method Man, all I need. That's a hip hop classic. Yeah, period. absolutely. I never, I never thought I needed a female till I heard that. Like, Yo, that shit, that's that's the one. Yeah, I want to hold, hold my old lady's hand. You don't? Of course, I want to hold my old lady's head. <laughs> I mean, but from listening to that, man, it's like. And if you remember the video, they on the top of the top of the buildings in New York. I mean, that, that I guess I guess for me and you it's different because see, I listen to R and B music and stuff too. And you just listen to rap all the time, so I can understand like, like that was like a new thing to you. Like you like, oh shit, I got emotions. Even though there still may be a lack thereof, so I, I can understand that. You know, don't, don't try to make an example out of me. All right. I already told y'all who show this is. Hours. Yeah. Okay. I had uh Kevin Gates on here because he got some shit that I just I, I fuck with. Even the ignorant shit. I I tell you what the the no time for that. Um, I'm not a Kevin Gates fan. Let me say that. Free Gates. But um, I am. But I, I will say that no time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely was, became a, a listener off of that. I had a uh, We Supposed to Be in Love. Only because I listened to this song and that shit really put me. I was like listening to this shit and I. It, it put me in the mind of somebody who just wanted a girl and couldn't let her go. And shit is kind of crazy. It's a crazy-ass song. Almost psychotic a little bit. But still, it's dope. Then there's another song called Wild Ride, which is just some raw, real nasty shit. But, you know, it is what it is. I had uh, Kanye on here. Now, Kanye makes a lot of weird shit in the midst of this, but songs that you can feel... He's got, he's got Hey Mama, which is probably like, that. that's one of my, that's my mom's ringtone when she called me. See, I got uh, Roses. Gotta have Roses on there. And I got Bring Me Down, that song with him and Brandy, I think it's on late registration. Yeah. And a lot where he say, it's always gonna be haters, that's the way it is. Hated niggas marry hated bitches and have hated kids. kids. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. But, like, I was like, you know what? Yeah. He's... And And on his new album, I like the... Uh, and I think it's just more the hook, because he ain't rapping about a damn thing. But that, that um, Father Stretch My Hands... Nah, he's, he's not rapping about shit, man. Like, let's be honest, man. Really? Let's be honest. Yeah, he's not rapping about shit, man. I don't know, man. Don't know. So, so, so how many women you... you You've been with man who who bleached their asshole. Alright, I'm finished. No, it's not Father Stretch My Hands. It's the other one. No, it's Father no, Stretch My no, Hands. The song with 
Kurt Franklin on it. Yeah, that's a whole other song. But I'm talking about Father oh, Stretch okay. My Hands. I got it mixed up. I thought you were talking about that song. Yeah, well, you, you're, no. you're the one to fuck Okay, what's up. the one with... uh? I don't know because I don't Kurt Franklin It's got Kurt Franklin on it. That song, bro, that shit gives you chills, bro. That's that's, that's some real shit. What? Well, well, you uh, can't feel that song. What, what, you got to think about the coloring book, uh, Chance to Rapper with the with the blessings, man. Right. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I still think that Ultralight Beam was harder. Chance's verse was harder. Kind of feel like it was Chance's song. Well, I mean, I think a lot of songs are other people's songs that Kanye just takes them over. Probably. Then I had uh, I had Meek. The intro. Dreams and Night, of course. Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. Shit. But I, I tell you this, I like I like the intro to the um, the 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 last album, uh, The Lord Knows, with Tory Lanez. Uh-huh. I thought, right. yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a nice nice intro. I think he set the bar so high with intros that he probably can't. Yeah, it'd take a lot to outdo that. His worries was that that he got plenty of those, but uh, I mean, all the regular was alright, but that, I don't think it's the intro. Uh, shit, Nas, one mic. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, daughters. But but I I say it's more, it's those songs are more his lyrics. I mean his 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 flow his cadence doesn't change up. The same with Jay Z. I mean, he's got, they got plenty of powerful songs, but their cadence doesn't change. It's just always a mellow, you know what I mean? Man, like, song, song Cry, man, is, is to me one of the best love stories ever. I like so you understand. Yeah, but if you listen to it, his cadence doesn't change up. It's I just, I can see where you're coming from. All right, what about Pastor Troy, vice versa? Absolutely. Uh, I think that could, could, could definitely be one of the top. It's, it's, it's so many songs We can do this all day We can make another Four or five episodes Doing this But I think for now You know We, we glanced over enough And uh The new thing That we're gonna try To work on For y'all Is that When we do these lists With these artists And, and name these songs <clears throat> We'll probably put up a, a playlist out For you guys To get to it I'll put one on Spotify One on Tidal Um once we figure out, we'll, we'll link it to the Facebook or the IG, get y'all a way to get to it that way. You know, when you can't come up with these songs, we're here for you to make your day better. You know, some of y'all don't have taste in music, so y'all need us more than we need y'all. <laughs> that was the gayest laugh ever. I just put myself on the pedestal. You probably ever heard it before, but. Alright, you could think that. Still slap the shit out of you. No homo. Man, you ain't putting your hands on it. Whatever, whatever. Not with all these bottles in here. So, I mean, shit. So, who, 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 my question now is who would you rank as the number one outside of Pac? We're going to take Pac out of it. We know Pac is on a level level. And, and Big, we'll take. They're no longer with us, so we'll take them out. But who are you saying, who would you put at the top of this list as the best emotional, this master most emotional in their records? Just going through everything that we got, I'd, I'd have to say, and I'm going to cop out, and I'm going to say it's the tie between Beans and and Joe Button. And the only reason Joe Button would win right now is because Beanie Siegel don't have his voice no more. Okay. 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What about you? I'm probably gonna go with um. I probably it'll probably be the same for me. It'll probably be the same for me. But I, I think even if Beans had his voice, I, I would ride with with uh, Joe Button because I I just think that that's Button's lane. You know what I mean? He's the best to me at reality rap, man. Real life rap. Check out the song Novocaine. The the Frank Ocean yeah. track that he did again. Um, if that don't make you feel some type of way about your your, your old lady, because we all been through it. Yo, uh, we we ran through this whole list and I completely forgot. I completely forgot Killer Mike, and I'd be disappointed in myself if I didn't take the time to say that. If well, you've ever heard God in the building, right? Yeah. If you ever heard one or two, that's right. Right, like it's so many songs, and and my apologies to Kill a Kill from Deville. Like, definitely, definitely, yo, it would be Joe Button and then Killer Mike and then Biggie Siegel. But I, I tell you, one song that I I looked at earlier was uh, the whole world with Killer Mike on there. Shout out to Andre uh, with that that line about just for the workers at the airport that got laid off. Shout out to you, homie. They brought some of them back, so it's cool. I am Easy. I'm AK. And don't be offended. It's just our opinion, bitches. bitches.